the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, and I am Bill Bunkley on this Monday afternoon. Countdown to the 4th of July. Well, I tell you what, 4th of July has already begun for the Bunkley family. We haven't even gotten into Monday, and we have already witnessed two fantastic fireworks demonstrations. Glad to have you here today on our show as we have some important topics to enlighten you on. And uh, we're going to have an opportunity to have with us a little bit later on this hour, State Representative James Grant, Jamie Grant. He's going to be talking about Governor DeSantis, who just signed his felon voting bill. And we're also going to talk about Governor DeSantis has chosen not to warn lottery players about, well, getting addicted to buying those lottery tickets. And by the way, I greatly disagree with the governor one of his few decisions that i think is a miscalculations and today's the day we're going to remind you once again not only texting but let's call it distractive driving a lot of new regulations on the books starting today july 1st not only on texting and driving but on many many bills that passed the legislature this year were signed by the governor and have a July the 1 start date. And so law enforcement's going to be out and looking today, so you better keep your eye open. And uh, in the second hour, we'll talk about churches under fire in California. Get this. The California State Assembly and their Judiciary Committee passed a resolution directing pastors and reverends to affirm homosexuality. And as you can quite imagine, that would force them to go 180 degrees against their religious beliefs and what is taught in the scriptures. We'll talk about that in the second hour. Dangerous, dangerous development in the ongoing war against the church in America, the ongoing war against Christians in America. And that will be coming up in the second hour. Well, let's go and hop over and see what we have happening in the markets this afternoon. Of course, this is the first day of July, and we've had some uh, continue to see the longest uh, streak happening uh, in terms of the markets. But um, let's just get the numbers right now as the S&P 500 has closed at a new record for those of you listening on the biz this afternoon, 
And uh, chip makers are also getting a boost uh, from China. Um, and the fact that maybe, maybe there's a trade truce at least, if not a breakthrough, we don't have a breakthrough, but obviously two big things this weekend, uh, one affecting the markets, and that is the G20 meeting in Japan and the president uh, renewing the dialogue with President Xi of China. And as you probably heard, the president uh, tweeted the uh, leader of North Korea and said, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. If you uh, would like me to stop by, I'll meet you over on the 32nd parallel. That is a line of demarcation since the secession of hostilities between North and South Korea. Well, the president went, and uh, the North Korean leader was there, and uh, President Trump stepped over that line, stepped into North Korea by about 10 feet, and became the first sitting president to do so. And then they later retreated to the government house, I believe, on the South Korean side, and had about an hour of a meeting. Well, all of that, here's what's happening with the markets right now. The Dow Jones Industrials finished up 117.4 points at 26,717.43. S&P 500 up 22 points and change at 29.64 and change. NASDAQ up 84.92 to close at... uh, 8,091.16. A couple of uh, headlines for those of you listening on the biz. Uh, There are several companies that are warning that earnings results are going to be brutal. So we may have some added tension in the markets in terms of volatility as some of these numbers come in, and especially if uh, they are quite a bit lower than what the analyst expectations are. So we'll keep looking at that. And um, we also have a story that U.S. companies uh, tentatively are stepping back uh, into business with uh, Huawei. Uh, And, of course, that is that huge Chinese uh, customer. And more than 8 million homeowners is this you that are leaving big money on the table by not refinancing. Rates have dropped down again, and you can lower your payments And that's something that we don't want you to uh, overlook um, as we go a little bit further on into finding out exactly what this earnings season is going to be. So once we uh, get an idea of what's happening in that, we'll have a little bit more of an idea of just where the markets are happening. Well, I had a great weekend in terms of um, thinking about my country, thinking about our freedom thinking about our flag, thinking about the upcoming 4th of July celebration, a lot of things to ponder. And um, we have already witnessed not one but two spectacular 4th of July fireworks celebrations. One was uh, in our subdivision. Those of you who live in northwest Hillsboro around Carrollwood Village, you probably heard the booms uh, Saturday night. Uh, It was sort of amazing because we had been in a pattern for at least a few days of the thunderstorms uh, moving through the area uh, between the 7 and 10 o'clock hour. It cleared up on Saturday night, and uh, I want to tell you that we had a pretty significant and very entertaining fireworks display uh, at the Carrollwood Country Club, and so we had a chance to 
take a peek at that uh, Saturday night. And then yesterday was a very special day. Uh, some of you listening were probably there. And that is my home church uh, in Lutz, um, Idaho Baptist Church, also known as Exciting Idaho Baptist Church. Well, it was exciting last night. We started off uh, with uh, our 4th of July uh, celebration. And uh, we had uh, thousands of people that uh, came and uh, took part in that aspect of the program, which is inside of our sanctuary. And uh, part of that, uh, for three years, our pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, has been trying to get a, uh, a hero to come and join us. And that hero was one of the key gentlemen that was proter- that was uh, portrayed in the movie uh, from Mogadishu, uh, Somalia, and that is the movie Black Hawk Down. Last night we had a chance to hear from uh, uh, Jeff Struker, Major Jeff Struker, retired, and what a testimony that he had to share with us last night. One was his growing up. One was his military testimony, and then the most powerful of all was his testimony of his relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, Jeff Struker was the guy who was driving, the the guy that was not driving, he had a driver, but if you remember, we had the Black Hawk helicopter go down, and this was a, a, an operation by Army Rangers. And they have their slogan, no man is left behind. And so they sent not only more Black Hawk helicopters in with individuals who were dropping the ropes off the helicopters when they see that they, 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 they were focused on this one building to, to get their men out in downtown Mogadishu. And he shared how the helicopters came in. And you might have seen the demonstrations. The Black Hawks will come. They'll hover. They'll drop down these long ropes, and the rangers will uh, propel themselves down the ropes. And the part that Major Struker played was coming into Mogadish, uh, leading the convoy of Humvees that was going to be assisting. And uh, once the building was secured and the folks were being extracted, uh, they would be the ones that would drive them out. And uh, what a story, because... Jeff had shared that up until the time he was 13 years of old, 13 years of age, he was an extremely fearful kid. And as he not only accepted the Lord, but as he began to get his training, and it was funny because he said the day he went into the recruiting office, he thought he was going to join the Marines. But when he got to the recruiting office, you know, sometimes they'll have all the the uh, different services uh, in one area. Well, the Marine representative was out to lunch, so he started talking to the Army representative, talked about wanting to be possibly a ranger. Uh, The gentleman gave him a video to take home. He saw the video, came right back and said, I'm in. So anyway, long story short, what a a night of, of fearlessness. In fact, there is uh, Army Ranger Hall of Fame, and Jeff is a member of that. And uh, not only did he lose uh, 
his men in some of his men in extracting uh, because it, it it didn't go as planned. And on top of that, one of those army rangers that was going to repel down the ropes actually slipped, and uh, he fell head first from about 70 feet. And part of the story was getting to him and rescuing him. And then as they fled the city, you probably know the story, just IEDs, hand grenades, uh, small arms fire, uh, rifle, submachine gun fire. Somehow he made it out. And when he made it out, found out that there was another helicopter down in another area. And he thought, he said, you know, Lord, I'm on a suicide mission. And he ended up driving back in the city uh, with the city unrest going on, being fired upon several times to save his uh, comrades. Well, he served in Desert Storm. He served in Panama. And I want to tell you that after his uh, ranger service, uh, he went and got a seminary degree and went back in the Army as an Army chaplain, served in Afghanistan in in very treacherous conditions uh, when Afghanistan was hot, and now he's uh, a Southern Baptist pastor in Georgia, and he came and shared his testimony last night, and wow, what a testimony. And, of course, that was followed by uh, an ice cream social, believe it or not, pulled it off, thousands of folks getting ice cream, and then a spectacular fireworks display on the grounds of Idlewell Baptist Church in Lutz. Lutz. Uh, And I don't know how many people came. There was thousands that were inside the sanctuary, and who knows, the streets were just packed with people parked everywhere. And so we are two for two for uh, 4th of July celebrations. And, uh, you know, the city of Tampa has a big one coming up. Bush Garden's going to have, starting Thursday night, four nights into the weekend of fireworks. If you like fireworks, looks like you're in the right place to be. Well, let me ask you a question. Are you beefed up on the new texting laws, the new distracted driving laws? You better be, and when I come back next, I'll make sure that you are briefed on the new rules. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. Every three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The stakes in the 2020 election may be higher than many Americans recognize. A detailed look by Town Hall Finance into the causes of national financial collapse reveals that the most reliable path to a financial collapse occurs when a nation's leadership class turns sharply against wealth creation, when there's an erosion of business freedom and property rights, and when government corruption, taxes, and debt increase, the probability of a financial collapse goes up three to five-fold. Why should we care about how other nations have collapsed? Because large sections of today's Democratic Party are openly embracing exactly those kinds of policies. The 2020 election is not just about the difference between a 2% growth rate and a 4% growth rate. It might be about continued growth versus something which would make the Great Recession pale in comparison. I'm Jerry Boyer. 
Alliance Defending Freedom, fighting for those whose liberty is being violated. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. Summer travel season's here. Now's the time to plan that family vacation you'll remember forever. Travel Cat's pre-planned packages make it so easy. Just pack your wardrobe. Whether you want to take that special trip to Washington, D.C., New York City, California, or go international, Travel Cat's will create the perfect worry-free trip within an affordable budget. Travel Cat's are the custom travel experts putting together unforgettable travel experiences. Call 352-277-7300 or visit TravelCats.com. That's TravelKATZ.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here. And uh, let me give you our telephone number if you would like to express your opinion, because that's what we're all about. Every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Mike Miracle is our producer, and he is always standing by to uh, have a chat with you, whether you have an opinion, uh, whether you have a disagreement, uh, whatever that is. Hey, our phone number to call is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, let me ask you a question. How many forms of distractive driving have you seen in the last two or three years? I want to tell you that it is epidemic. It's also dangerous, and it's also a killer. Now, today we're going to talk about a new law that went to in went to went into effect today. That's right, today. Now, you got a little bit of a grace period. I'll walk you through that in a moment. But I just want to tell you that between road rage, being impatient, and all these distractions, there are many ways to be distracted. And, of course, one of the early ways many years back was just going through the drive through and try and negotiate the hamburger that the attendant put too much uh, mustard, um, mayonnaise, or ketchup on. And with your first bite, uh, it's flying out of the hamburger bun. And you're trying to make sure it doesn't get on your brand new dress or your new suit. And, of course, that has been one form of distracted driving. Now, ladies, this is uh, this is on you most of the time. I don't see, I, I think once I've seen a man using an electric shaver on the way to work in the morning, but we have seen a full makeup uh, session, especially if you're on one of our roads that is very congested, stop and go, early morning, rush hour traffic. Um, you can just about always pick out a lady somewhere who, between traffic lights, is making sure that um, the way that uh, she prepares her look every day before hitting the office or wherever she's hitting, well, you know, she's taking care of business. But I want to tell you, we were just chatting about it the other day. Uh, Of course, I don't have the stamina right now uh, because uh, I just have, you know, the best way I can describe it with my uh, leukemia recovery is just, uh, you know, I have chronic fatigue. 
just daily fatigue. And so I'm not out riding a bike. But I can tell you right now, every time I see someone out um, on our streets, unless it's in a subdivision, but uh, heavily traveled streets and I see someone on a bicycle, I just tell myself, I'm not going to be doing that. I anticipate my health one day will be restored, but I just have no interest in getting out on my bike in a heavily uh, trafficked road and taking a chance that somebody isn't distracted, particularly texting, particularly on winding roads. But let me give you a heads up because this is what you need to know. The new law went to, into effect today. It is now a primary offense, and that caused a lot of discussion in some of the hearings I sat in in Tallahassee because those of the minority communities, those of urban zip codes, already have an ongoing complaint that law enforcement overuses the safety checks. Your brake light is out. Your backup light is out. You got a headlight out. You got this going on. You got that going on. But now keep in mind that if an officer sees you holding a phone, now we have some exceptions, but you are liable to get pulled over about you having that phone and driving. Now, what's going to happen is, now that we have it as a primary law, um, you got to understand that the the latest numbers we have from 2016, 50,000 accidents in Florida alone were caused by distracted driving. And think about this, 233 people were killed, killed, distracted driving. Now, until January the 1st, If you get pulled over right now, you're going to get a warning. But remember that the officer still has a right to pull you over. And whenever they make one of these routine traffic stops, they are looking for the smell of alcohol. They are looking for the smell of marijuana. They're looking for possibly residue of fentanyl, uh, heroin, whatever it is. So keep in mind that it's a primary offense. And you can get pulled over. Now, the first time you get pulled over, once the penalties kick in, you're going to have a fine of 30 bucks if you're texting and driving. If you get pulled over again because you're a serial texting person, the second time is going to be 60 smackaroos. And the third and other times past that, it's going to be 60 Plus, keep in mind, every time you're pulled over as a primary offense, it's three points on your driver's license. It's going to be very costly in the fines, but it's going to be very costly for your insurance as well. Um, And keep in mind that, um, um, now this is a little confusing, this date comes October the 1st. So we got July, August, September. You got three months to really get this rule under your under your control. You cannot hold a cell phone 
when you go through a school zone. It can't even be in your hand. You cannot, and remember when you go in these um, active construction areas where it says speed limit 55, and it says speeding fines double, triple, or whatever if workers are present, you cannot hold your cell phone when you're driving through a work zone either. And so those are going to be two of the things that are going to kick in in October, and uh, you've really got to worry about that. Now, if you're using a phone for navigation, uh, calling, um, you know, for an ambulance, emergency help, all of that, obviously uh, that was written in the provision to where once the officer pulls you over or if an accident isn't prevalent, you begin to understand exactly what's going on there. So be very, very careful, and a host of other new laws are taking place today. I'm Bill Bunkley. When we come back in a moment, we're going to have a chance to talk to State Representative Jamie Grant about the new felon bill that uh, he um, um, took through the legislature, and it was signed by Governor DeSantis. Is it controversial? You bet. Don't go away. The representative will be with Bill Bunkley next. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The U.S. says its maximum pressure campaign will continue until Iran's leaders change course. White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham issued a statement in response to Iran's announcement that it will have more than 660 pounds of low enriched uranium by this week in violation of the 2015 nuclear deal. That statement says the U.S. will never allow Iran to develop nuclear weapons. A Facebook mail processing warehouse has been evacuated as Silicon Valley officials try to determine what caused a bag of mail to test positive for the nerve agent Sarin. The OPEC oil cartel has decided to maintain its production cuts of 1.2 million barrels a day for another nine months. Stocks closed higher on Wall Street. The Dow gained 117 points. The Nasdaq up 85. The S&P higher 23. This is SRN News. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help, finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings, $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or pay back loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. Once upon a time, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. 
You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? Now, there's Salem Surround, delivering customers with targeted digital marketing. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Austin is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I just love that every class is not just about the subject. Not only are you learning mentally and and growing in the subjects that you're getting, you're also getting a spiritual aspect that you don't really get at another school. Academics are important, but there's no higher priority than spiritual growth and development within a caring community. Not a lot of schools have like a retreat where you actually get to go develop as a Christian, but you're also just growing in friendship. From pre-K through 12th grade, Sarasota Christian is a school where your child will feel accepted immediately, be cared for deeply, and never be made to feel like an outsider. Yeah, I've always felt welcome here, and that's one of our biggest things that we pride ourselves on. We're really good at inviting and being able to bring kids in and become really great friends. Sarasota Christian School, dedicated to Christ and your child's success since 1958. Schedule a tour at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. There are many sounds in your daily life, ones that make you smile. Ones that help you relax. And there are some sounds that can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices, use a unique sound and vibration to bring you critical information about emergencies in your area. With updates from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know wherever you are. Learn more at ready.gov slash alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. We're back. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Now that I have forewarned you about uh, the risks you're going to be taking while texting and driving, and of course I hope you take no risks, and important that as much as you can go hands-free in the car and with future technology, that is the best way to go all the way around. Uh, but don't have that phone in your hand and don't be texting. And uh, you might find yourself pulled over. Well, we're going to talk about a bill that the governor also signed. And that bill has to do with felons who have been released from prison and felons having their voting rights restored. Now, if you remember, in 2018, some of you may have voted for Amendment 4. Some of you may have not voted for Amendment 4, but Amendment 4 passed. And, oh, by the way, let me just comment on all of these amendments. We are putting things in our state constitution that should never be there. And I'm hoping that in 2020, there is a 180-degree reversal from what we saw in 2018, where all of these different things were on the ballot and all of these are being stuck into our precious constitution. 
And the reason why this is happening, there are people in organizations, and I'm not saying all of these are bad, but by and large now the new trend is there is people in organizations who have a lot of money, a lot of money. And what they're doing is they are by- bypassing our elected representatives in the legislature. Because now if you've got the money and you can hire, and even though that was made tougher, you are what you're doing is is doing something called, you know, direct voting on issues as the constituent rather than voting on representatives. And all you have to do is uh, have a lot of money, and so things can happen. So Amendment 4 passed. However, it was up to the legislature to implement it, and they did that. The implementing bill was House Bill 7089, and the sponsor of that bill is with us, and, of course, he's taken a lot of heat for that. He is the state representative of House District 64, primarily uh, Carrollwood, part of uh, Pinellas, I believe, and that is State Representative James Grant. I know him as Jamie. And, uh, Representative, it's good to have you here this afternoon. Thanks, Bill. Always good to be with you, bud. Are you enjoying your summer vacation? What summer vacation? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm enjoying being home. I'm enjoying getting to see family and, you know, getting back and regular with our church and just community and that kind of thing. Less time on the road, which is nice. But uh, uh, I look forward to the days of a summer vacation. Absolutely. Well, I want to tell you that uh, we were waiting to have this interview again. You were with us a few weeks ago on another bill, but I wanted to wait until the governor made his decision. He has signed this bill, and it it uh, is no less controversial. But the voters said, you know what, when somebody does their time, uh, let's go ahead and let them vote if they were a felon. When this was reviewed at the Supreme Court, there was uh, a lot of give and take and dialogue as to what this might look like, and it was up the legislature to the legislature to implement it. Take us through those discussions with the Supreme Court, and then take us through what um, led you to lead your colleagues in a majority and uh, some hoops that people ought to jump through before they are restored. Yeah, I think the important thing to remember is that in order for these these citizen initiatives or ballot initiatives, oftentimes, as you were mentioned, funded by big money out of state. This this one, I think, fairly was a grassroots effort, uh, by and large, by people inside the state of Florida. But in order for that to even get on a ballot, what has to happen is that language has to be signed off by the Supreme Court. And it's not the Supreme Court saying that the the language is legal or even constitutional. It's just the Supreme Court saying that, yes, your language does what you purport that it does. And so when the authors of Amendment 4 went to the Supreme Court, there were a lot of questions. And there was, there was questions that unfortunately stemmed around only one real issue, and it was the least arguable issue, but it was still important for the Supreme Court to, to draw out that testimony. And the language of the amendment, which stated that upon completion of all terms of a sentence, um, and while a sentence is a, is a pretty clear thing, it has to be read out loud or at least issued in open court with a defendant having counsel, uh, or waiving counsel, but but due process requires that a sentence be handed out in front of the, the defendant. And the terms of a sentence could could include jail time or prison time. It, it could not include prison time. It could be fines and community service and probation, those kind of things. And so the Supreme Court asked very clear questions uh, to the counsel for the Amendment 4 
uh, team, and he said uh, one of them. One of them said, "So does this include all fines and fees?" And and the um, Mr. Mills, John Mills, the lawyer representing Amendment Four, said, "Absolutely." And said, "Does it, does it include restitution, which is actual harm caused to the defendant? If you stole a hundred thousand dollars from from me and you were convicted of it, you'd have restitution of of a hundred thousand dollars." One of the cases in the in the lawsuit that's now been filed against us uh, talks about a woman who has fifty nine million dollars in restitution. She'll never be able to pay it back. Well, the only reason she has fifty nine million dollars in restitution is she did fifty nine million dollars in harm financially to to Floridians. And so uh, the proponents were 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 unabashedly clear, even so much as saying all terms means all terms. And so the Supreme Court presumably allowed the language to go on the ballot based on that representation. If Mr. Mills had said, well, it just means prison time, uh, then, then almost certainly the Supreme Court would have said, well, that's not what your language says, so bring us language that says after somebody's let out of prison. They didn't do that. And so the Supreme Court, um, based on the representations that all terms of the sentence meant exactly what all terms of a sentence means, allowed the language to go to the ballot. Uh, the organization who, who pushed Amendment 4, and, and quite frankly, some of their founders I've, I've come to, to really become friends with and have, um, quite frankly, they've been honest brokers kind of pushing aside some of the activist groups trying to politicize this thing. Um, they were crystal clear in their language to the voters during the campaign that all terms meant all terms, including financial obligations. And so step one of this getting into our Constitution is does the Supreme Court let it through the first step? And based on the answers, the Supreme Court did that. Step two is did the voters support it? And in the process of voting uh, for it or in, in the process of that campaign, the proponents said after they complete all terms of the sentence, they'll have their voting rights restored. And then what we saw was the ACLU and the League of Women Voters and some of these super activist groups come to Tallahassee and, and try and change the story, pretending that separation of powers somehow means you can tell one story to the court and a mutually exclusive story to the legislature and get away with it. And, and we decided, and I decided, that, that, that truth matters. We're not going to let you go tell one story to the Supreme Court, that same story to the voters, and then come tell an inherently different and, and absolutely conflicting story to the legislature. And when the legislature sides with truth, you just call them a bunch of racists and think we'll back down. And, and at the end of the day, that was, that was really our question was, do we believe in truth enough that we'll let them call us all these nasty things? Um, and, and see it through. And I think at the end of the day, Bill, and, and you know this, I haven't been around the process uh, longer than I have, quite frankly, is, is that people run different plays and see how they, they, they unfold. And, and I felt like if I backed down on this, that, that this would just become a pattern. And, and ultimately, if we stood strong, then, then perhaps we send a strong message that amending our Constitution at least starts with truth, and you're going to have to be accurate all the way throughout the process um, and, and, and it was unfortunate to see certain groups um, kind of pull out the dog whistle and take the tax they, they took because uh, it's a great disservice to, to, to people who do rightfully, I believe, deserve redemption and restoration, um, but, but certainly done in a truthful and transparent way. You're listening to State Representative James Grant of District 64. Uh, he is the chairman of the Criminal Justice Subcommittee uh, one of the, bright, if not the brightest mind in the state legislature currently serving, and uh, any of these uh, difficult, um, I'll call them legal bigo uh, potential laws, <laughs> they have to go through the first subcommittee uh, made up of mostly lawyers, both on the left and the right, 
and uh, Jamie has to corral all of them up in some of these issues, as you can imagine, especially some of our issues, uh, ours being social conservative, uh, Christian worldview issues, certain are controversial, but uh, he does a great job. When we look at this, um, there is, uh, now we've got we've got the official uh, give and take, but, but let's look at this. So by and large, uh, I don't think anybody, once they think it through, will say, you know what? Uh, if so, and by the way, murderers and rapists are not ever eligible, correct? Yeah, so that was that was ironic about the Supreme Court testimony is that the two very clear legal infirmities, meaning two things in the ballot language that have no legal significance whatsoever, were the excluded classes. And, and that came uh, – it, it actually came out during the first committee hearing on the bill. Somebody who was in the room and part of the Amendment 4 process acknowledged that they were focus grouping and polling to figure out what voters would vote for. And the language said, um, other than murder and a felony sex offense, you would have your rights restored uh, as soon as you completed all terms of your sentence, meaning if you committed a murder or if you committed a felony sex offense – uh, that, that you were not eligible to have them restored and you'd still have to go through the clemency process. Murder actually means nothing in the sense that if I was the state attorney and you were an assistant state attorney and I said, you know, go charge Tony with murder, the first question you'd ask me is first degree, second degree, what are we talking about? Um, so there's not actually a statute for murder. There's a homicide chapter that has a whole bunch of, of different homicides in there, murder included. Uh, to the point on murder, this is how crazy the Amendment 4 language is, Bill. Um, if, if I wrote along with you, and, and I think this is an important distinction for us to understand why it's such a bad idea to make policy in the Constitution. Under Amendment 4, if you came to me and said, Jamie, we're going to go for a joyride, and we went and stole John and Beverly's car, and I didn't even know you had a gun, and I didn't know you were going to stop at the, the 7-Eleven, and we pull up to the 7-Eleven, and we say, hey, I'll be right back, and you walk in, and you execute the store clerk. You're going to be convicted of first-degree murder. And under the felony murder doctrine, I'm going to be convicted of first-degree murder, which under Amendment 4 means I'll never be able to vote absent clemency. However, if I went to the 7-Eleven by myself in an alternative fact pattern, if I went to that 7-Eleven by myself with a gun and I tried to execute the store clerk but I just wasn't successful, I'm going to get convicted of attempted murder. And under Amendment 4, I'm going to have my voting rights restored. And, and so it created all sorts of ambiguities. Felony sex offense was even uh, more of, a, of, a, of an ambiguity in the sense that there's no such thing as felony sex offense. There are felonies that have a clear sexual element. There's sexual predators. And, you know, the Amendment 4 folks could have very easily said, unless you're a sexual predator or a sexual offender requiring you to register in the database, that would have some legal significance. They didn't. So the, the two very big questions that had to be answered were, what does murder mean? What does felony sex offense mean? And then codifying a sentence. The, the, the point I'd sum up there, Bill, and this is why we as conservatives have to continue championing the rule of law and why it matters, is that all of these groups who have now filed suit against the, uh, the bill and, uh, in federal court, they started by saying that there didn't need to be any implementing language. And imagine for a second when murder means nothing and felony sex offense means nothing, and we have 20 circuits in the state of Florida and 67 different supervisors of elections. It, 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 it's not just a zoo, Bill. It's a recipe for rampant discrimination. Let's do right? this. It's, hold that Hold that thought right there. we got a hard break coming up in just a few seconds. You're listening to Voice of State, Representative Jamie Grant, and we will explore further those groups that have filed suit against this law in federal court and uh, will clarify why this specificity was needed to be established by the legislature. We'll be right back. 
I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group and timeshare cancellation advocate. I was sued by the largest timeshare company in federal court for simply helping people cancel their timeshare that they had been lied to about. The jury sized me up and came back with a verdict after only 20 minutes. And yes, I won. My husband and I are more than grateful to everyone at Wesley Financial Group. You know, thanks to Chuck and his team, we feel as though a weight has been lifted and we can move on without the worry of a troublesome timeshare. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, it's my mission to get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Want to learn more about getting rid of your troublesome timeshare? Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation. Call 800-653-1188. That's 800-653-1188. 800-653-1188. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. I love a good mystery. The other night while watching one of my favorites on a premium TV channel, I heard something that reminded me of the spirit of the age in which we live. The main character, a police detective, is confronted with a group of homosexual men. The detective is a practicing Catholic and first confides to his priest and then to the female medical examiner how he's struggling over this with what the Bible says. The medical examiner says, quote, God wouldn't have given us urges unless he wanted us to have them, unquote. Well, that was so logically, not to mention theologically, wrong, I couldn't believe what the scriptwriter had said. Except there are so many in the entertainment media who are either gay or who promote that lifestyle. Jeremiah says the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Question for the scriptwriter, did God give us wicked and deceitful hearts, or did we achieve depravity on our own? Those in prison had urges to break the law. Did God give those urges to them? The level of biblical illiteracy, even in the church, is astounding. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Timeless wisdom, encouraging proverbs, and powerful promises. At BibleStudyTools.com, we aim to provide the best free resources for knowing the Word of God and applying its powerful truths to your life. Use BibleStudyTools.com's daily Bible verse for inspiration as you start each day. Find powerful verses on more than 300 topics that relate to your life's challenges and needs. Verses to encourage your soul, lift your spirit, and strengthen your faith. 
Visit BibleStudyTools.com. That's BibleStudyTools.com. And every time it rains, it rains. Panties from heaven. Shoo-be-doo-be. Don't you know each cloud contains panties from heaven? Shoo-be-doo-be. You'll find your fortune falling all over town. Be shining at your umbrella. Is up, 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 upside down and trade them for a package of... Hey, we're back. A little jazz for our state representative, Jamie Grant, joining us today, the District 64 chairman of Criminal Justice Subcommittee. We're talking about felons having to, well, make things right with the state and certainly for those they've offended before they're afforded the privilege. Uh, and to me, voting is a privilege uh, along with the right. Uh, bring uh, Jamie back in here. We're talking about the idea of making sure that uh, the specifics were worked out so we wouldn't have, uh, you know, this eruption between the different courts. Let me ask you an unrelated question that maybe some of our folks can relate to. Well, it's related, but, but not to this. You know, oftentimes uh, everybody works on a law, and then they'll talk about the fact, ooh, there are some unintended consequences. But i got to tell you, all these years, sometimes I'm in a committee meeting as this thing is working through, especially it's something that has to do with intricacies of the law. I sometimes have the feeling, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way to you, but you got so many lawyers, especially in the committees that you work on, and sometimes you think, well, why didn't they think about that? And sometimes, you know, I'm a little curious to say, well, I wonder if they did think about it, but you know, if you have vagueness, for a lawyer, that's always good for business for your colleagues because you got to have a lawyer if you get stuck on something like this. Uh, in your experience, just generally, do, do, do all parties come to the table with good intentions or sometimes you've got to be ahead of the game as chairman to realize that there's some game playing going on that could benefit somebody down the road or, or just certainly is not good legislation? Well, I think the premise of your question gives the um, gives some of my colleagues far too much credit for the level of aptitude and intellect. Um, but but I do think there are some games played. I think it's a different game, right? So I say this as a uh, I say this as a proud recovering law, lawyer, almost ten years sober from the practice of law now. Um, you know, I think what you find is that there are there are two types of legislators, and I talk about this all the time in, in speeches. Um, with, with different groups, but, but there are those who know what they want to be called and those who know what they want to get done. And, and the thing about the political process that I find so remarkable and challenging at times is that there, it, it's not quantitative. There's not an actual scoreboard. There's no metric to judge by. It's inherently qualitative or emotional or subjective. And so you have some people who have really good intentions they know what they want to get done. They just don't really know how to do it. And, and as a chairman, I, I agenda a lot of Democrat bills because uh, they are scenarios where that Democrat, maybe a super progressive Democrat, has brought something that is a noble objective. The way they want to do it might be crazy, and they're okay working with me to say, hey, this is what I'm trying to accomplish, Mr. Chairman. Are you willing to help me with that? And, and in those cases, I am because if I can apply conservative principles to solve a noble problem, then I'm doing my job. On the flip side – there are people who come, uh, and it's, a, it's something I explained to some, some freshman Democrats this year who thought they could play some games. Every minute I spend as a chairman um, looking at, reviewing, or working on a piece of legislation 
for somebody who is only in the business of figuring out how to keep their title or get their next title or go tell everybody how great they are is a minute that I can't spend with well-intentioned people. And so I haven't really seen a whole lot of folks who, you know, try and use the legislature for their, their personal gain. I, I know that the days of that were, were, were long uh, in our past and the pork chop gang and some of those folks, but by and large, I think where people uh, miss stuff, uh, it, it has more to do with, with the ability to spotlight stuff than an intentional ambiguity on that front. Uh, but it's certainly a fair question. All right, just a few seconds left. I uh, just want to remind you, coming up in the second hour, I'm disagreeing with uh, the governor, Governor DeSantis, as he chose not to warn lottery players about getting addicted. That's in the second hour of our show. Plus, the California State Assembly Judiciary Committee just passed a resolution directing, I repeat, directing pastors to affirm homosexuality having them go against their biblical convictions and other convictions. That coming up in the second hour. Just got about a minute left, uh, Representative. Tell us if you can, and of course, if it's still in the planning stages and it's part of the strategy, uh, but is there any one topic that's rising to the top that uh, you think that you'll be championing, championing or looking at for a 2020 session? Yeah, I think it, it, it's going to center around a lot of the stuff we dealt with this year. Amendment 4 wasn't really a, a one-time thing. Anytime you're, mad, you're you're dealing with issues of the Constitution, one of the fundamental questions is if you really believe in the restoration and the dignity of the individual, why did you only give them one right back? Why don't they have the other three basic rights in the Florida Constitution, the ability to serve on a jury, the ability to run for office, and the ability to own a firearm? It, it, it was clearly a political play by some. Um, and so I think you'll have us, uh, I think you'll see us take a bigger look at, at restoration. Uh, and then we're going to continue working on the, um, the constitutional uh, protection initiative that we had last year. We certainly didn't get all the way we got uh, everywhere we wanted to get. And so I think you'll see us come back to that and obviously continuing to focus on healthcare and education as things that um, are critical to our, our constituents when we look at rising costs and, and decreasing outcomes, how we continue the path of educational opportunity for every kid, no matter where they're no matter where they're born or how much money they have and, and how we get health care uh, spending under control while providing better access to our patients. So I think that's where you'll see me spend most of my time, and I'll look forward to, to staying in touch with you on that. All right. Busy, busy year coming up with election year. The session will certainly be lively. This has been my discussion with State Representative uh, Jamie Grant, District 64, and uh, we'll have plenty more in the future. Hey, Jamie, thanks for being with us this afternoon. Always, Bill. Thanks for what you do. God bless. All right, coming up next... Protecting the poor people and religious liberty. Be right back. One of the things that my mom has taught us is, and this is, it goes back to Deuteronomy 6-7, just as you go about life. And she, my mom loves nature. And her way of showing God's greatness is in nature. Raising thankful kids is easier than you think. This is Focus on the Family Minute, and Courtney DeFeo shares an example of how her mom takes advantage of everyday moments. She takes my girls on walks, and she says, thank you, God, for, and she'll just say, the trees. Thank you, God, for, and they'll just look around. And I think just getting them in the posture of looking around to see that you actually have so much to be grateful for. And it gets our eyes up off of ourselves and onto other people. And it's so simple for the little ones. But they start going, oh, thank you, God, for the moths. You know, they just look around. They start naming things. And we can do that in the car and everywhere. You can use everyday moments to instill virtues like gratitude in your child. More from Courtney at FamilyMinute.org. 
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Police in Hong Kong had to use tear gas to break up demonstrators spray-painting pro-democracy slogans in Parliament. You just wonder whether now there would be a PR offensive by the politicians, by the police here saying, look, you know, this is what happens. There was nothing we could do. We didn't want to go in heavy-handed. We stood back. Look at what these protesters have done to your to your parliament and you know we'll, we'll see what Hong Kongers make of this because many of the youth are really angry they're squarely behind what has become a movement whether the more conservative older generation whether they're repulsed by what they've seen or whether they quietly uh, endorse what has happened today they might not agree with the violence that has been shown but it could be that they too share the sentiment and the direction of this protest movement the BBC's Nick Beek in Hong Kong Iran says it has broken a stockpile limit set by the 2015 nuclear accord. The state-run IRNA news agency quoted Foreign Minister Mohammad Javad Zarif as making the stockpile announcement. The deal had limited Iran to 300 kilograms of uranium enriched to 3.67%. This represents the first time Iran has broken one of the limits set by the 2015 pact with world powers. The announcement comes as tensions remain high between Iran and the U.S. In recent weeks, the wider Persian Gulf has seen Iran shoot down a U.S. military surveillance drone, mysterious attacks on oil tankers, and Iranian-backed rebels in Yemen launch drones into Saudi Arabia. I'm Charles Ledesma. Wall Street up again on good news about the economy. Wisconsin dairy farmer Ryan Brueggemann, who supports President Trump, says his business is being hurt by tariffs. But he still backs the president. Someone have to come up with a real good plan to, to change my mind with, with this because it, it's going it, to it's going to come around. The Dow was up by 117 points. The Nasdaq rose 85. More on these stories at townhall.com. Donald Trump has declared war against the Federal Reserve. The winner will determine the outcome of the world's economy. My name's Adam Barada. I'm the author of the national best-selling book Gold Is a Better Way. Trump has called the Federal Reserve crazy, his number one enemy, and believes they've blown a massive asset bubble that their rising rates will pop. Trump knows he must beat the Fed to the punch before they cause another financial collapse. He'll do this by monetizing gold. His brilliant plan will cause the price of gold to double overnight. I lay it all out in my in-depth report, The Mar-a-Lago Accord. To get this report and a free copy of my best-selling book, text the words Trump Gold to 49776. That's Trump Gold to 49776. The U.S. owns more gold than every nation in the world. Trump's about to use that gold to make America great again. Text Trump Gold to 49776. That's Trump Gold to 49776. If you have an IRA or 401k, you absolutely need to see this. Text Trump Gold to 49776. A Republican lawmaker is using the 4th of July to remind Americans about the importance of free speech. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn telling her colleagues last week. Earlier this month, I introduced a resolution supporting free speech on college campuses. She's dismayed that many students and professors have come to insist that conservative and pro-life speech amounts to an act of violence. Our founding fathers probably never dreamed they would hear of such. Blackburn says each generation has a duty to remember and defend America's fundamental freedoms. Bob Agnew reporting. A man and his young daughter who drowned trying to cross into Texas were laid to their final rest Monday, a week after a heartbreaking image of their bodies floating in the Rio Grande circled the globe. About 200 relatives and friends followed a hearse bearing the bodies of Oscar Martinez and his 23-month-old daughter Valeria 
inside La Bermeja Municipal Cemetery in southern San Salvador. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Dutch prosecutors have a strong indication that a man accused of fatally shooting four passengers on a tram in the central city of Utrecht in March had a terrorist motive. Gokman T wore a tracksuit and long beard. He was flanked by three police officers. The 37-year-old has already confessed to the killings, but has refused to choose a lawyer or answer questions, telling the court he did not recognise its rules. Prosecutors said a note he left on the dashboard of a stolen car suggested a terrorist motive. It read, I do this because of my faith. You are making Muslims dead. The BBC's Anna Holligan. A Florida sheriff's office has lost its law enforcement accreditation following criticism over its handling of fatal shootings at a high school. The Commission for Florida Law Enforcement Accreditation voted 13 to nothing last week to not renew the Broward County Sheriff's Office accreditation, citing the agency's handling of last year's Parkland shooting. More at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. And we're back. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, part two, the second hour on this Monday afternoon, the 1st of July, counting down to the 4th of July celebration of our country and of freedom. Glad to have you along the way this afternoon, and uh, we give particular praise to our Lord and Savior, Christ the King, our Lord Jesus Christ. Hope that you're having a, a, a good day in Him. And that he's having a great day in you. Every day is a good day with him. It just depends whether we embrace it for ourselves. And if we know the Lord as our personal Lord and Savior, that we uh, provide no obstructions for that Holy Spirit to just fill us and to lead us, to guide us, and to give us all wisdom. You know, if you're tuning in this afternoon, and so many people tune in to the Salem Radio Network on our Faith Talk stations because... You're searching. You're searching. You've heard something about the Christian faith. You've heard something about the Lord Jesus Christ. You've heard something about he will transform your life, and I'm here to tell you that he will. And if you want to escape so many of the harmful distractions that this world has to offer, I encourage you to make it a number one priority to do your due diligence in searching out uh, him and preparing yourself to make the most important decision of your life. 
Also, for those of you who are tuned in today or tuned in, to, uh, at, uh, you know, uh, to our broadcast, I was going to say at other times, but I wouldn't be talking to you at other times. Um, you know, some of you are probably two or three times. Maybe you've bounced back and forth between, Lord, I really need you. Man, if you get me out of this this time, I'll follow you. And then each time you sort of uh, make that pledge in the flesh, and it never lasts too long. It's kind of like a New Year's resolution, and then you kind of bounce right back. I want to tell you that don't let that discourage you. But you have to confess all of your sin, and you don't have to confess that to anybody else. You can confess that in your prayer closet to the Lord. Now, obviously, if some of what you have confessed and are confessing seems to be a recurring theme in your life, that's when... You pray about uh, pastoral counsel, um, Christian counseling, et cetera, et cetera. But I want to tell you that uh, running after happiness is based on manufactured happenings most of the time. It's going to wear you out sooner or later. But when you rest knowing who you are in the Lord, Who he deputizes you to be once you accept him. There is a power and there's glory and there is uh, uh, so much in available resources that will transform your life. So as much as we talk about a lot of other issues, always know that's the number one issue with this host and the number one issue with this station and, of course, Salem Media throughout the country. Well, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. In this hour, we're going to talk about anger. We're going to talk about gambling. We're talking about a legislative body telling pastors that they need to embrace from the pulpit and in their churches, homosexuality. There's a lot of things afoot in happening in our world today. And though we thank God for being blessed, Jeff Stuker, who is now a pastor but was the main character in Black Hawk Down, Last night he said something very profound in our 4th of July celebration at Idlewild Baptist Church. He was our guest speaker. And he talked about the fact that at some point he said, God, why now? Why in America? You know, we see images of late of people doing whatever they can, legally or illegal, to get into the United States of America. Why? Because of who we are. And to this point, regardless of how we have rebelled against him, and boy, have we rebelled against his principles, and his grace is so long-suffering. But, you know, start by just thanking the Lord. Lord, I, I don't know why now is your perfect timing. I've been told that you have a perfect plan for my life. And as I look around the globe and think of all the places I could have been born in, I was born 
here in the United States of America. And I just want to call you to the attention of that blessing and the fact that we have neglected our God, our Creator. We have neglected on a large-scale basis in many circles our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We've neglected the time-tested biblical principles that our country was founded upon. I hope this week, as you see many patriotic celebrations, parades, fireworks displays, red, white, and blue in your own wardrobe, you know, we have let things slip from a Christian worldview. And if we're going to provide the sort of country and blessings that was here for our children, we got a lot of work to do. And I uh, want to enlist you, starting with a 24-7 walk with the Lord, an opportunity for you to share Jesus, asking God to give you those opportunities every day. Recognize in the world around us all, we, you know, I'm starting to use a different name for it. I, you know, we've all used temptation. But I'm now starting to use the word solicitation. From the moment you open your eyes, maybe reading the newspaper, driving down the highway, internet, whatever, you'll see images reminding you of things that are sinful. And that's the spiritual warfare that you and I are in because those sinful images are solicitations. They are solicitations to buy something we can't afford. They're solicitations to be someone we shouldn't be with. They're solicitations to run from our pain and to inject chemicals into our lungs or our body. They're solicitations that you and I know are not what God would have for us. Because Satan and his imps, they're very subtle here in America. They are extremely subtle here in America. And what I mean by that is we see a lot of demonic activity, say in Haiti, in third world countries. And that's the way Satan operates there. But here, he has seduced America. And I must say, though I'm asking God to bless this nation, I don't know. He's God because I don't know if I was treated the way he has been treated by so many circles here in America. I don't know if I continue blessing America. But he is sufficiently graceful. But one day that grace will probably end. But I just want to say, just realize that we have bad environments all around us, but it's very subtle. And little bit by little bit over the last three or four decades, it is God's people who have been hoodwinked in many areas. Because many have one foot in the world, out of the world. And that's going to frustrate you because your Holy Spirit that's in you knows that you're violating your walk with Christ. And so some of you need to just chill. Well, coming up today, we're going to talk about anger. A new poll is out. We're going to talk about gambling. I, I, I am disappointed with Governor DeSantis. He vetoed a bill that I don't think he should have vetoed. 
We'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about when a government body starts trying to tell a pastor, a priest, a Jewish leader, a Muslim leader, how to approach moral issues in their church with a PC position. Phone lines will be open, 877-943-9673. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, I'll start off with my disagreement with Governor DeSantis. Phone will be open where you can agree or disagree. We'll have a discussion if you so desire. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Have you recently heard this or this? Then you need to hear this. Autoglass America. They're the best in the biz. Just one call, and they'll come and quickly fix your windshield for free. And guess what? They'll buy back your old windshield for cash on the spot. They offer a lifetime warranty. So when you hear this... Call Autoglass America at 813-96-GLASS. Full coverage insurance required. Autoglass America. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. What could happen to your marriage if you and your spouse had practical and fun ideas to help your relationship take weekly steps toward greater marriage fitness? That's the offer from Family Life, a free ebook, Stronger Forever, a personalized six-week plan to grow your marriage closer to God and closer to each other. Again, it's free. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword Stronger. And when you log on, You'll also be entered to win the most amazing cruise of your life, an adventure for you and your spouse, no children, aboard a fully chartered luxury cruise ship on Family Life's Love Like You Mean It Marriage Cruise. So log on now, get the free ebook Stronger Forever, and enter to win a memorable luxury cruise that could re-spark your marriage.
I've been searching for ways to grow deeper in my faith and strengthen my daily walk, and I found it at Crosswalk.com. From Bible study tools to Christian living articles, devotionals, movie reviews, to marriage and finance articles, well, you get the idea. Crosswalk.com also has a great online community of Christians just like me. With everything just a click away, it's like having a trusted friend, teacher, and mentor right here at my desk every day. Crosswalk.com, the intersection of faith and life. Who do you work for? Weekday afternoons at 3. Join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work For Him. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I work for him. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. back bill bunkley here the bill bunkley show well let's go ahead and step on some toes phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 i'm going to i'm going to give you the stepping on toes alert some of you are going to bristle i just know it i don't think anybody who's a follower of christ should be involved with any form of gambling. I'll make my case, but let me let me just let me step on that foot a little harder. I don't think anybody who's a follower of Christ should be involved with any form of gambling. And I want to tell you that I have supported most of the decisions, a lion's share, almost all of the decisions that Governor DeSantis has made with his first round of bill signings and and even the budget. But I think the governor has made a, a mistake in his judgment. And uh, I can't sit quietly on the sidelines. The governor vetoed a bill, a bill that you've heard me talk about here on the Bill Bunkley show. It was going to be a small little warning, a small little reminder to people who buy the lottery tickets, the scratch-off tickets, warning them that be careful. Be careful. You don't want to become an addicted gambler, addicted to buying lottery tickets. The language was pretty simple. Not a lot of language. It would have said, warning, lottery tickets may be addictive. The other slogan was, play responsibly. Now, can somebody tell me, and I'm going to explain to you the governor's position, as I always do, both sides. Uh, Can somebody really tell me why this shouldn't be on lottery tickets? And I'm going to tell you why it should. 
Governor DeSantis said this is his reasoning. He said, and I quote, this in his veto message, this bill reduces the lottery's ability to maximize revenues for education and negatively impacts Florida students, close quote. Oh, so we're going to maximize revenues from gambling. For those of you that may not be aware of it or you're new to the state of Florida, many, many years ago when we fought the lottery to start with, they lied to you. They lied to me. They lied to Florida. And we knew they were going to lie. Like so many initiatives that I have dealt with through 20-plus years in Tallahassee, we touched on it lightly in our last segment with State Representative Jamie Grant, that sometimes you get, you get this slick spin in testimony about what the intention of a bill or an agency uh, is preparing to do as they are asking the legislature to authorize something. We were lied to from the start. And to me, deception and gambling go hand in hand. We were told we're just going to do a little lottery, and what we want to do is enhance, put it in today's terms. You know, we want to take the lottery money and Man, we want to buy some iPads for some of those uh, upper uh, high school classes. We want to buy some sophisticated things here or there. Um, we, want to, we want to be able to buy some safety equipment for athletics. We just want to enhance. And, and oh, by the way, the basic funding for education will come out of the basic state budget. We just want a little extra for the kids. They lied. But they got it passed. Now, I'm not going to go too deep in the weeds, but let me just rest assured that I'm telling you the truth. The lottery has gotten huge, and you see it in so many states. The Powerball, Mega Millions, I mean, and the people who are really drawn to that in an addictive fashion, they have no idea about, they probably either didn't take mathematics or they failed mathematics. Certainly the course is on probability. So anyway, we're going to enhance education. No, you're funding education. And oh, by the way, just beware, another little stepping on toes. If you take advantage of bright futures to send your son or daughter to college and they qualify, That's gambling money. Now, let me make my case. By the way, you can disagree, 877-943-9673. Tomorrow you'll hear my something to think about, and here is my quote to the governor. Governor, what about thousands of poor people across the state that are addicted each payday Friday. They live in our poorest zip codes. On Friday, they get their check. They head to the 7-Eleven, to the Publix, to the Winn-Dixie, wherever 
lottery tickets are sold. They're all in their blue-collar working boots, pants, and shirts, lined up sometimes 10, 15 people deep, starting at about 4 o'clock on a Friday afternoon in very poor neighborhoods. And you can sit there and watch them. They ignorantly are buying handfuls of lottery tickets, handfuls of scratch-off, tickets they really can't afford, and instead they should be buying milk, eggs, and bread for their families. I ask you, Governor, what about trying to protect them? You know, gambling, whether it's casinos or the lottery, do you realize that that's one of the exclusive few areas that the state reverses what a government's supposed to be. A government is supposed to provide and a government is supposed to protect those who cannot protect themselves. The lottery exists on the back of a state's poor people. And let me ask you a question. So what happens when families Money's not being properly applied because I'm going to hit the big one, Mama. Man, I'm gonna, my, my lottery ticket's going to give me $10 million today. Meanwhile, he buys about, oh, how many? She buys how many? And the next thing you know, the groceries didn't get covered. What about those people? What about at least trying to warn those people? And let me ask you this. Do you realize that right now most everybody understands the fact that social services are being provided in medical and other areas for children, uh, for illegals that are in the state? Do you realize the number of people who become addicted and they're in the poorest of money management? And have you ever stopped to think how much the state is spending in social services? So remember that, first of all, the money that you think you're gambling with, it's not your money. If you're a Christ follower, it's God's money. So let me ask you a question. Did you ever see Jesus, did you ever hear or read about Jesus sitting outside the temple teaching? And when he was done, for a little recreation, he said, uh, okay, boys, let, let's break out the dice. Let's break out this or whatever the games of chance were. You're not going to find your Jesus doing that. Now, if you want to make up, if you want to make up a heresy, and we see that all around where people will use the name of Christ or Christian but yet they've done the, the cafeteria style, you know, they, 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 they do away with the verses they don't like. Well, I'm talking about genuine Orthodox Christianity. You shouldn't be gambling. And we should be protecting the people who have gotten into this sinful illusion of getting rich. And they're poor. They're uneducated. They don't know any better. And it's cruel what we do to them because they're hoping. And I really hope I hit this week. And so what does the lottery do? It puts out just enough of 50, 100, 200, 500, maybe 1,000 or two. And a million dollars every now and then to keep people hoping. It's a fool's game.
and the state ought not to be in the process of a fool's game, even for the so-called admirable purpose of funding education. Now, let me just tell you, because lottery officials from all over were opposing this, understand this, that whoever runs the state lottery makes a lot of money. And they continue making a lot of money, and in some cases, bonuses, by what they bring in. And sometimes the advertising's over the top. I got to tell you, I fought not to have vending machines dispense the uh, scratch-offs. Because you can't watch those all the time. I don't care how close they are. You know what? You got an underage kid going there, and boom, he's buying the tickets. Because there's no adult checking an ID. If you're buying lottery tickets every week, what happens if you tell yourself, I'm not going to buy a lottery ticket? Can you not go buy the lottery ticket? Paul wrote the Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians 6.12, he said, I have the right to do everything. And you have a right to do anything you want to do. You have the right. But Paul warned you and I that not everything is beneficial. But he said, I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. That is what addiction is. It's a sin. It's a solicitation from the world, oftentimes to do something in excess that we should not be doing. Peter was on it too. Peter's second letter, 2 and 19. They promised them freedom while they themselves are slaves of depravity. For, quote, people are slaves to whatever has mastered them, close quote. Maybe, maybe gambling isn't your addiction. There's a lot of other addictions out there, and a lot of them aren't necessarily addictions that the secular world would say is bad, but you know it masters you. Paul wrote Timothy, his understudy, 1 Timothy 6, 9 through 10. Those who want to get rich fall into what? Temptation. That's what the, that's what the lottery is all about. That's what gambling is all about. Motivation to get rich. It's temptation. It's a solicitation. He goes on to say to Timothy, and a trap. And into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and have pierced themselves with many griefs. Proverbs tells us about how quick, if you earn money quick early in life, how it almost evaporates. How many lottery, big-time lottery winners have you heard by the time the vultures and the, the bloodsuckers have gotten done with them? In two or three years, they've gone through millions of dollars, and they're back in their broke position. Last of all, before we take a break, Paul's letter to the Romans, 12 and 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. 
in gambling or any other areas, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will, that what God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, Governor, as much as I appreciate what you're doing, and there's going to be a lot of issues, I'm sure we will agree and work on uh, in tandem in the future. I believe you've made a big mistake, and I believe that the gambling interests, uh, you know, that um, you know that are in Las Vegas, as well as the pressure from our own lottery officials, because they are given responsibility to bring in more and more and more. I hope this bill gets refiled, and I hope you will reconsider, because I tell you what, those of you that are listening that buy your one or two lottery tickets a week, if 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 there was a cap that you could only buy one or two lottery tickets, and it was ridiculously enforced that you had to give your driver's license so you couldn't go anywhere else and buy at five locations, I guarantee you the lottery would probably be shut down because if you don't have the poor people or the ignorant people or the suckers that are buying 10, 20, 30, 40 each and every week of lottery tickets, you wouldn't have the kind of revenue that they're depending on. And oh, by the way, yeah, they'll put a big billboard up on Del Mabry, uh, Highway 41, uh, you know. But you want to see all the billboards, all the all the advertising dollars go to the poorest neighborhoods, because the lottery folks are smart. They know that is where the big revenue is coming in. Agree or disagree? Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Let's take a break. More on that plus anger. Are you a perpetually angry person? Well, in America, sounds like you're not alone. That's next on the Bill Bunkley Show. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Hong Kong's leader has condemned protesters who broke into the city's legislature and vandalized the building. Chief Executive Carrie Lam said at an early Tuesday morning news conference that she hopes the wider Hong Kong community will agree it's right to condemn the protest and hope that society returns to normal as soon as possible. The protesters say that Lam has not responded to their demands despite multiple protests in recent weeks. The U.S. says its maximum pressure campaign will continue until Iran's leaders change course. White House Press Secretary Stephanie Grisham issued a statement Monday in response to Iran's announcement that it will have more than 660 pounds of low-enriched uranium by Thursday in violation of the 2015 nuclear deal. On Wall Street, the up by 117 points. The Nasdaq rose 85. The S&P advanced 23. More details at srnnews.com. 
This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. 800-893-8907. Austin is a junior at Sarasota Christian School. I just love that every class is not just about the subject. Not only are you learning mentally and, and growing in the subjects that you're getting, you're also getting a spiritual aspect that you don't really get at another school. Academics are important, but there's no higher priority than spiritual growth and development within a caring community. Not a lot of schools have like a retreat where you actually get to go develop as a Christian, but you're also just growing in friendship. From pre-K through 12th grade, Sarasota Christian is a school where your child will feel accepted immediately, be cared for deeply, and never be made to feel like an outsider. Yeah, I've always felt welcome here, and that's one of our biggest things that we pride ourselves on. We're really good at inviting and being able to bring kids in and become really great friends. Sarasota Christian School, dedicated to Christ and your child's success since 1958. Schedule a tour at sarasotachristian.org. That's sarasotachristian.org. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? That's right. That's why it's critical to supplement your diet with a good source of vitamin C every single day. Aquapowder's vitamin C is a safe, effective, and delicious way to get the powerful vitamin C your body needs. And it's easy. Just mix with water and drink. Feel more energy, boost your immune system, and fight free radical damage. The secret is that Aquapowder's vitamin C combines nature's most potent forms of vitamin C, including acerola cherry, to deliver 2,000 milligrams per serving. That's real protection. And Aquapowder's vitamin C is available on Amazon. That's spelled A-Q-U-A-P-O-W-D-E-R-Z. Vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and Aquapowder's is one of the best ways to get vitamin C. So go to Amazon now and get your Aquapowder's vitamin C today. And remember, Aquapowder's transforms water into wellness. Hi, I'm Tony Dungy. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight.
Yes, sir. I'd like to hear about the souls that are on fire. Hey, Bill Bunkley here back with the Bill Bunkley Show. And we have a special contest from you. Excuse me. A special contest for you from the folks at Family Life Today. That's right. It's time for the Stronger Forever National Campaign. Now, I want to tell you that the grand prize is one participant will win the following. Are you ready for this? An eight-day, seven-night, love-like-you-mean-it cruise cabin for the grand prize winner and one guest from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, to Coco Cay, Bahamas, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands, departing on February the 9th, 2020. You'll be back here on February the 16th. Now, all you have to do is go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and register. All of you who register are going to receive a free Stronger Together ebook download version valued at $10.99. When you go to the website, just plug in the word Stronger, Stronger. And I'm going to tell you what, you'll have an opportunity to um, have great discussions about re-energizing your marriage. Plus, I've been to all of those places. It will be an absolutely fantastic cruise, and we want you to be part of that contest. Well, are we more angrier today than we were, say, a couple of decades ago, maybe even just a decade ago? Are we just angry people? Well, it's not just for the non-Christian. I believe it's Christians and non-Christians alike. There's no doubt, and I think that there's, there's a double no doubt, that Satan is behind all of this. Very subtle in his attacks and his spiritual warfare this country is under. You see the left, the right, conservative, liberal. It's not just agreeing to disagree agreeably. It is violent. It is angry. Tensions are rising in America. And you've got to admit, the quality of life is dropping. There is a new NPR, IBM Watson Health poll that I talked about a couple of days ago, or, or I shared my something to think about. 84% of Americans felt that the population is angrier than just a generation ago. In that same poll, drilling down a little bit deeper, the same people polled admitted that 42% of them said their anger issues occurred more than in years past. So even those taking the poll has, have admitted, you know, the environment around us, the tension, however we're all reacting to the new narcissism, look at me, my family's most important on Facebook, my children are more enforcement on Facebook, I mean, we're showing you this false Hollywood Disneyland picture of our family. I mean, there might be one or two families out there that just have it all together like Facebook portrays it to be. But I don't know about you, but I ain't buying it. But that's okay because we're all fallen sinners saved by grace that know Jesus. So we're on this sanctification, and sometimes we will, through the chapters of life, we'll revert back to, you know, 
you know, being in the flesh more than being in the spirit. But we got to we got to see that we've got to see uh, a temptation or a solicitation to be ungodly when it comes in. And we've got to say, no, no, I'm not responding to that. But anyway, even the respondents said that they were feeling like they were inside a little angrier than the past. Now, keep in mind, the Bible has a lot to say about do not be angry, do not be fearful, and to be joyful in all things. Why? Well, you know, first of all, we found in so many areas how the Bible is so wise because if you or people around you are in a constant level of increased anger, all that does is add to unnecessary stress, consternation, and you live like that day in and day out, you will have multiple health issues, maybe even sooner than later. You know the sense that uh, many people today, especially millennials, you, you really start to talk to them and you realize they really believe the world revolves around them. And they don't see that they are extreme narcissists. Well, that, that idea that the world revolves around me and the narcissism, all that does is fuel the false notion that has risen up in America that, you know what, every day I'm going out and I'm just waiting to be offended. Someone's not going to look at me the way I want to be looked at. Someone's not going to talk to me the way I want to be talked to. Someone's not going to identify me the way I want to be identified. Someone's not going to give me what I want. And so also living in a state of looking for an offense or being offended daily, that's not healthy. But you know what? America has become an angry nation, but you don't have to participate in it. You know what? God, through his Holy Spirit, if you know him, the power of the Holy Spirit will help you make a choice to chill. Will give you the power to be kind and to rise above all the conflict. And you know, if you really want to follow Christ, the Bible's real clear about this sin that has taken over America. Paul wrote to the Ephesians in Ephesus, chapter 4, 26 through 31. Now, you've heard this verse, but just listen to it in a different light this afternoon. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And by the way, if you allow that to happen... You are opening up a window to your life for Satan to come into that part of your life. And if you go to bed angry all the time, you've got to be careful of the areas of your life that you are in disobedience to the word because that gives opportunity for you to be oppressed by so much more in this spiritual warfare that we are involved with. And he's very clear, verse 27, do not give the devil a foothold. So what does that tell you? Two things. One, there is a devil, and what I'm telling you is absolutely true. 
you can you can have these areas where you are allowing a foothold for the devil. Now, maybe you're one of those who have cut out this paragraph because you don't want to believe in a literal hell. You'd like to believe in a literal, a literal heaven. You'd like to believe that everybody living is going to go to heaven. And you don't want to think about the devil, so you take your scissors and you cut out these verses. But only do that at your own peril. Verse 28, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Hmm, that's interesting for America. Do something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. That's charity. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Hmm. That certainly has been violated. We see the anger all about us all throughout the day. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may be beneficial to those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness. Get rid of all rage. Get rid of all anger. Get rid of all brawling. Get rid of all slander, along with every form of malice. So you see, for those of us who are Christ followers in an orthodox way, we can't continue if we are now walking around in anger all the time. We cannot continue to do that. It's unhealthy, unbiblical, ungodly. Certainly not helpful to us. Another verse from Proverbs 29:11. Fools. Are you a fool? Are you foolish? Fools give full vent to their rage, but the wise bring calm in the end. Are you a troublemaker? Are you a gossip? Or are you a peacemaker? Anger. Anger in America. Are you at least an outwardly uh, outwardly enough Christian that when people see you or work with you, they tell something's different because you're not saying things evil. You're not saying anything unless it's a benefit to those, helpful to those. Do they see the difference in you? Or do you play your life outside of church, maybe outside the home, just like the world? Well, a quick update, very alarming news from the left coast and the, the state of California. The state assembly in their judiciary committee voted a resolution to pastors in California. Basically, do not preach against homosexuality. I just want to leave you with how dangerous it is that the government and those elected to a government have gotten to the point where they are so bold there is no question that when this president is defeated, and I don't think that will happen, I don't think we'll see Donald Trump go until 2024, But when that happens, and we have someone on the left that's elected who's as radical as what we're hearing today, 
I just want to tell you that bills like this are going to be commonplace. And if we continue to be silent, which I think is a sin, because when the Lord told us to render under Caesar what is Caesar, I think in a republic that's our responsibility to speak out. We're going to get what we deserve. So tell a friend to listen to Bill Bunkley's show. Follow us at the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission. We'll keep you up to date with issues in Tallahassee. It is time to get informed and not be asleep. And we'll continue to carry that torch on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, each and every afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley. Coming up next, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on his radio program, Living Truth. I'm going to be talking about Joy for the Journey, Part 2. Stay tuned for him. Till tomorrow at 4, more of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up at 4 o'clock tomorrow. We'll see you then. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 